Hello and welcome to Leave Your Mark. I'm your host, Scott Livingston, and this is where I explore the influences that have shaped the lives of our incredible guests. These are the stories of lives worth talking about. Follow me on Twitter, Built by Scott, and Instagram at King O'Kane, or link up with me on my Facebook fan page, Scott G. Livingston. My goal is to empower and inspire a community of people who take every opportunity to live a high-performing life. Before I get started on today's podcast, I want to take a moment to connect you with my sponsor, ReconditioningHQ.com. Seven years ago, Jamie and I set out to answer a question. Can you integrate the worlds of therapy and performance so that they work together for the benefit of the client? We knew that if we could create something truly tangible that was inclusive instead of exclusive, it would allow you, the practitioner, to solve more problems, work with purpose instead of a cross-purpose, and in the end, you would earn more income by working smarter, not harder being fulfilled, and sought after for your solutions. After creating reconditioning and witnessing the change of so many professionals' lives and practices, we knew still there was one more ingredient we needed to make it a bulletproof process. For so many years, the brain and central nervous system were not clearly understood. There were a lot of theories and interesting practices, but the research just wasn't there to support the claims. But in the last 10 to 15 years, the world of neurology has come out of the laboratory into the world of real application. We knew this was the missing piece of our process, bringing the current practices of applied neurology into the empowering practice of reconditioning. Introducing Neuro Reconditioning, the R-Pro series, four steps, one mission, to make you the neuro reconditioning professional everyone wants to work with. If you haven't started yet, it all starts out with our signature course, R1 Foundations. R1 is about learning the building blocks of assessing and improving functional movement through the lens of applied neurology. Maybe you've taken the first step, but that's a bit like being a freshman in a college. You've only just begun. R2 Designs empowers the process even further so you can assess and improve any human movement, understand the visual and vestibular system, and then integrate your work into performance programming and return to performance. Both of these courses are completely online experiences, so you can digest everything from the comfort of your home, hotel, plane, or office. But knowing that there is so much value in trying, doing, and living the experience with us by your side, our new R3 Collab is about you experiencing the full power of the process in a living lab. Troubleshooting your issues, fixing your problems in real time, and gaining real confidence in the process, as well as learning how the brain integrates and manages everything we do. Finally, our R4 mentorship is about exposing your knowledge, refining your approach, and learning through a powerful feedback process so you can be a reconditioning professional everyone wants to work with. For more information on all our course offerings, including our landmark personal development program, Empower You, please check out reconditioninghq.com today and use the coupon code LYM50 for $50 off any one of our course offering. If maximum strength, injury prevention, and performance enhancement are important to you, Isofit's all-new Maximum Strength Kit is an absolute must add addition to your arsenal. Requiring less than seven square feet of space, Isofit's cost-saving design provides over 2,000 pounds of resistance for millions of isometric-based strength exercise. Made from cold-rolled Canadian steel, Isofit's Maximum Strength Kit is the world's first performance product dedicated to maximizing isometric strength, peak isometric force, and maximum isometric endurance strength. Since 2015, Isofit strength products have proudly strengthened and stabilized athletes in the NFL, NBA, NLB, NHL, and UFC. Pre-sale pricing is on now. 
Order yours today at www.isofitmsk.ca. That's isofit with a PH. Remember to use the discount code Leave Your Mark to save 15% on your purchase. Shipping February 2022. Matrix Fitness has been the longest standing sponsor of the Leave Your Mark podcast. Greg Lawler, the Vice President of Business Development, reached out to me over a year and a half ago to say that he felt we had a common vision for human performance, something bigger than just helping people physically perform better. Their mission aligns with my mission, the idea that by creating the fertile soil for everyone and anyone to start or continue their personal performance journey, we will be here to help you do it. Matrix is one of the biggest brands in fitness and performance equipment today, but they are more than that. They are about helping you reach higher, explore your possibilities, and stay in the game, whatever your chosen path. Whatever you need, whether that is to buy equipment, rent equipment, or seek consultation, or simply recognize the possibilities, Greg and his team at Matrix are here to help you. You can find them at teamupwithmatrix.com today. Everyone struggles with the challenges of life on a daily basis. You're not alone. But if you're like most people, you feel alone, even when you're in a great relationship or a good work environment, because it's so hard to honestly reflect on your insecurities and obstacles with the people that you love or serve. After all, everyone wants to present themselves as being on it, prepared, ready to meet the challenges of life head on. But you know that's not how you always feel inside. Do you sometimes feel as though just having someone to bounce your ideas off of would be something you needed? Maybe you wish you just had someone who would listen to you so you could vent without the fear of judgment. The LYM Life Lab is about real mentorship. It's about me listening to you, connecting, empathizing, realizing, and reflecting so you can make better decisions, create your own change, and live a life of fulfillment and joy. It's not about living the perfect life. It's about living a better life. One you design, craft, explore, and experience within a safe place of objective perspective and honesty but no judgment. In the coming weeks, I will be opening this program up to an exclusive group of people, people who want to see real change in their lives and are willing to work towards real growth. This isn't a program for everyone, but if you're up for the challenge, you'll want to pay close attention to how to be included in this powerful experience. Stay tuned in the coming weeks for how you can be an instigator of your own change. Hello and welcome to Leave Your Mark. This is going to be a bit of a solo session. I am just back from vacation. Figured I would take some time to download you on some of the outcomes of some time off and some thinking that I've been doing. Last week, I dropped a podcast while I was on vacation. If you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend listening to it. It's a session I did um, with my wife, Jamie, with uh, Brett Bartholomew, who's been on the podcast several times. And it was a interview with Brett on our community feed uh, with reconditioning just about communication and all the things he's doing to really push the wake in that area. And he is doing some phenomenal work and I don't mind uh, pumping his tires, um, and helping him get the word out because the things he's doing, um, really deserve to be explored. And for those of you out there listening, uh, we're going to actually host Brett in uh, Montreal in June next year, early June. 
actually just before we do our International Hockey Performance Summit. So if you've been waiting for the uh, IHPS to come out, that's going to be dropping in early to middle December. We'll be launching that um, latest early January. It's going to be in uh, Mont-Tremblant, Quebec live this year, so that should be uh, fun. And Brett's going to come in a week before and do his apprenticeship course in Montreal, and then he's going to do uh, a keynote uh, presentation on communication at the at the summit. So that should be really powerful, and uh, looking forward to that. And I wanted to uh, spend some time today just talking about some of the things that I've learned uh, while I was away on vacation, both about myself and then taking some time to read a few books. Um, I don't get to read as much as I would like to uh, with the schedule that I carry in life. And uh, I'm going to try to change that a little bit and do more reading, uh, do a fair amount of, I guess, technical reading, but not enough of just kind of taking a book and kind of gathering myself in a corner and reading something interesting that uh, maybe makes me think a little bit. And so on this vacation, I brought four books along that I wanted to tear up and uh, went through a bunch of them. One of them I haven't absolutely completed yet, but the other three uh, I done did. The first two were actually recommended to me um, by our business coach and uh, one of the reasons was because Jamie and I if you don't know it kind of work together on our business and we're also a marriage and so that can be challenging for any of you out there that do that work with your spouse or partner Um, you know what I mean it's uh, not easy sometimes mainly because you're really both working towards the same goals, which can make it powerful. But at the same time, you're sometimes worrying about the same problems (laughs) and concerned about the same outcomes. And sometimes it's nice when you're in a relationship and you don't work with your partner and they are doing something else or that there's kind of like this give and take on on the differences in your lives, which which can also be a challenge for those of you who are... um, in relationships with uh, a, a partner who does something completely different than you, the, the challenge there sometimes is just understanding what it is your partner is going through or dealing with. And, and if, if it's not a job, if it's um, the so-called ultimate job of being a parent uh, at home um, and dealing with all the things that are going on there, that too has its its challenges and uh and wears upon a relationship. So it's interesting when you uh, have a chance to kind of reflect on your relationship and on what makes the other person tick. It's uh, can be very, very vi- valuable. So there's a woman um, by the name of Alison Armstrong who started doing a whole series of workshops and books and the two books I've read are uh, The Amazing Development of Man or Men, and the other one is uh, Understanding Women. And uh, they're both sort of man-centric, but uh, the Understanding Women one is written from the perspective of a workshop where Allison takes um, partners, men and women, together through... Uh, sort of the clarity of uh, she's done a, a lot of research on what man, makes men tick for the past 15 years. That's been her primary uh, 
research focus and learning uh, about how we operate. And there's some really, really interesting insights in the book, uh, especially sort of around our our differences as, as beings. And as she likes to say, um, men are not big, hairy women, <laughs> and women are uh, not just uh, soft, uh, fluffy uh men in essence. So we have to recognize that we have uh, true differences that are based on natural, um, you know, genetical, genetic realities um, that have been a part of who we are for thousands of years. And recognizing that sometimes gives you a better understanding of, of why your partner does what they do and rather than sort of contemplating it from a negative insight perspective it's recognizing the value of it and understanding your partner with a greater degree of uh, empathy Um, so I found both books highly valuable great uh, easy listening reads I did them as audiobooks and I think the biggest takeaways I had. I'm, I'm going to try not to give away the books so much as the experiences. Um, the greatest takeaway for me was that I understand why I operate the way I do a little bit more, um, both from a nature-nurture perspective and just the fundamentals of, um, of being a man. And then I understand how that affects my partner differently. Uh, and also how they interpret me um, sometimes or misinterpret me. And that can be very valuable because then you can redistribute your language. And going back to, you know, what I started this with, uh, with the conversation about bread and communication. I mean, communication at, the, at its center point is really um, doing your best to understand the person you're speaking with and vice versa, being your best or doing your best to be understood and you use language to do that and there are different forms of language there are the words we use but there's also body language uh, intonation and how we speak and those things um, mediate um, the conversation in, in essence and uh, communication starts first and foremost with a desire to communicate And so when you're communicating with your partner, um, the more you can start from the perspective of an understanding of them, the better off you're going to be. And I think that really also relates to some of the stuff we're going through right now in the world at large. I think we're struggling with um, not a desire to communicate, but a desire to be right, um, to tell others sometimes what we think or what we have come to know rather than a desire to express opinion, which I think is very valuable, but also recognize that in expressing opinion, there are other maybe not shared opinions and other viewpoints and other perspectives. And by hearing them, uh, by truly listening and hearing them and desiring to understand them, you you get a better chance of of coming to a place where maybe you don't completely agree with the person across from you, or maybe you don't completely resolve the issue that you're dealing with, but you um, 
recognize what they're dealing with or what their viewpoints are and why they're there. And so then you can find maybe a, a common line or a common ground on which to operate with one another. And not every relationship you're going to have is going to be perfect. Not every relationship is going to be the one you want. And whether it's in work or in uh, in play or in um, your loving relationships, and and those you know can be the most challenging sometimes, especially when it comes to family, uh, because we don't always select our family. Uh, we we inherit them in essence, and so we have to figure them out and understand them and and connect with them. And I think sometimes we think we understand by virtue of having a common um, background or a common, you know, set of parents, et cetera. But that's, that's not truly understanding. Understanding is actually recognizing, connecting, um, communicating, all those kinds of things. So reading those two books, you know, really struck me, gave me, I think, better tools to, uh, to, understand my wife, understand my daughter, and understand other women that I run into. And I actually understand other men that I uh, connect with too, uh, because her outtakes on what makes men tick and how the phases we go through. And that's her other book uh, of the two, The uh, Amazing Development of Men, um, is really just an explanation of the different phase phases we go through as men and grow through in our lives. And I've started to recognize that more and more. I talk about that more and more in the podcast and connect with my guests about that and their own, whether it's recognition or actual, you know, connection with how their lives have changed over time, what their outtakes have been in these different periods in their lives. And, it's kind of neat to know that after the research that Allison's done for many years uh, of many, many different men in different circumstances, she's come to see these common threads uh, of of how men sort of grow and operate. And it gives you a kind of an operating um, manual, uh, especially... For those of you who are younger, who are looking for sort of understanding of, you know, where you're going or where you're headed and what you're going to be going through, gives you a bit of an operating manual, especially around things like marriage, having kids, um, you know, settling down into deeper relationships and when to recognize that may not be the best thing for you uh, and when you can actually bring your whole self to a situation and how maybe to negotiate or converse about that with uh, somebody you've fallen in love with or care about. And I found that really valuable in understanding and then understanding as I've grown and changed and uh, and where I am now, I've been struggling most recently with uh, kind of, do I guess, doing over a little bit, uh, reformatting my life and and starting new projects and things and more the idea that these projects have to have some level of success to them in order for me to um, deliver on my responsibilities as a partner. So, you know, it really taught me a lot about how genetically um, I'm, I'm wired to connect with that responsibility as a father and as a husband and how that sort of affects my decision making and the why I do things and the why maybe I struggle with things. And so um, 
learning about that um, doesn't make it better necessarily, but certainly makes it easier for me to understand myself and to recognize what I'm what I'm churning through and dealing with so I can do a better job of, uh, of being a better dad, a a better husband, a better friend, a better professional. Um, so I would highly recommend both books and any of the other stuff that Allison's doing. I'm going to continue to look into that. And that sort of segues into one of the written books that I read, uh, which was Grit by Angela Duckworth. And if you've never, uh, you know, I've heard lots about Angela's book and the research she was doing on the idea of um, grit. And really, it's that uh, concept of passion and perseverance and the connection of those two things. And, you know, if I sort of pull from the Duckworth lexicon of of what grit is it's it's the passion and perseverance for long-term goals and one way you can think of it is grit is um what it isn't grit isn't talent it, grit isn't luck it's it's not in how intensely um or for the moment uh you want something it's it's more um a more overreaching concept and it, it's about having what some researchers call an ultimate concern, a goal you care about so much that it organizes and gives meaning to almost everything you do. And grit is holding steadfast to that goal, even when you fall down, even when you screw up, even when you progress towards that goal is halting or, or slow. Um, and, you know, Angela goes through the process of sort of looking at talent and how sometimes we get sort of believing the talent is, you know, why people are successful. And a lot of times it has a value proposition in success, but most of the times, as she delineates in the book, um, it really isn't the linchpin. And in fact, in many cases, it's not the linchpin. It's, it's really your desire to connect with what it is that you do and really um, being effortful around it and loving it and having passion for it and connecting to it so that you don't question the desire to be um, either obsessed by it or persevere through difficulty. Uh, and, and that's a really, it's a really neat book in that way in that, you know, I've had good discussions with colleagues of mine over time about, you know, what makes up the great athletes. And, you know, talent's always a piece of that puzzle but it's very rarely does anybody ever say you know you it's the only piece of the puzzle and I think I think it the talent part really does differentiate the top one percent but in that top one percent um, there's a whole host of very talented um, people who have great success in their careers and do very well um, and may not be the absolute pinnacle of um, whatever genre they're in, whether that's athletics or arts or music or craft or what have you, but they're doing phenomenal things, uh, reaching phenomenal heights. And most of the time, it's because they fell in love with something uh, that drove them, and they did the work, and they did the practice, and they in the effort 
through the difficult times uh, to persevere. And that's one of the reasons why I started the Leave Your Mark podcast, and that's why it was kind of fun to read the book, Grit, and to encounter Angela. And I actually hope to see if I can get her on the podcast at some point because... For me, you know, the idea of leaving your mark, I I think we all want to create something tangible. We all want to uh, have meaning in our lives. I think we all want to leave a mark um, on somebody or on the planet or on a community in some way, shape or form. And whether we do that uh, overtly or in some sense covertly, so to speak, um, or with intention or um, by um, the outcome of our, our process, I think that's ultimately what we, we want to matter. I think every human being wants to matter. And I, and I think that's what we're often searching for is what is the thing that matters to me that I can um, gift to others that will matter to them. And at the end of the day, uh, I think that's the search that we we all are sort of on is, is finding that, connecting with that, um, figuring out how our life can revolve around that and at the same time be healthy and be good partners, be good friends, be good fathers, mothers, sons, daughters, etc. And uh, so I would recommend the book. I'm, I'm halfway through it now. I still have some more um, chewing to do on that book. And I think it's uh, a really worthwhile read. The last book I went through... Um, was actually the first one I read um, paper again. It's a book called Force, The Biomechanics of Training by Dan Cleather. And I just happened upon this book um, on uh, Twitter. And some people in the industry, in the strength conditioning industry, had tweeted out that Dan had read, written this book. And he, I think he also tweeted about it. So it's, I think, recently been published. And uh, Dan does an interesting sort of, I would call it a retrospective and then new perspective uh, viewpoint on the biomechanics of training. And um, uh, again, not here to go into the depths of of the book, but I think Dan's um, overreaching desire is to connect people in the performance industry with sort of the brass tacks of what biomechanics is and what it is not. Uh, Reconnect with some of the the intellectual mathematics that go into, you know, what force is and what force is not. Um, and I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as a bit of a, a high quality and uh, re- call it a review of, of stuff I learned many years ago and spiced up with some other elemental perspectives and, and uh, ideas. And then... Um, just, you know, Dan's perspective. Um, I can say that I, I didn't agree with everything in the book, but I think that's the whole idea of these things is to always make you think a little bit. And going back to my original communication theme, I think Dan does a good job of laying things out and sort of backstopping why uh, he's come to his fundamental um, 
findings and beliefs. And uh, I think it's great for, for anybody in the industry to read that and to, to review in their minds, um, what force really means and, and how we, how we train it, how we work on it, how we change it. And so this was kind of my technical (laughs) book. I tried to do a, a couple of books on, you know, improving myself, a book on sort of connecting with some of my own obsessions around, uh, understanding what makes the human tick and leaving a mark. And then, uh, a little bit on the technical side of the industry that I have made my career in so that I could sort of get better, um, on that side of things. And it's, uh, that was one of my sort of goals of the vacation was to, to crank through a few books uh, because I don't get to do it as often as I would like to. And then the other part of uh, my vacation was to really regroup. Um, I don't know like you, but for me, the last 20 months have been um, wrought with different kinds of challenges. Um, kind of interestingly enough, reading grit reaffirms my grit towards what it is that I'm trying to achieve and what my wife Jamie and I are trying to achieve. And and to connect to, you know, my purpose and passion and my work ethic and the things that I want to do. And I was kind of in a place I found with, and I don't know if you've had that um, experience, but I found with the pandemic, um, what has challenged me most is, um, I guess, call, call it the groundhog dayishness of it. Um, our social uh, interactions have been constrained much more significantly than they were before. Um, we've had to reformat the way we live, um, certainly with things like masking and stuff. Uh, depending upon where you are in the world listening to me, you've either been really... Um, challenged by being masked uh, and having to mask up in a lot of different uh, venues and and maybe you're in another place where it only lasted for a short time or it's been haphazard or different uh, and every place has been sort of different and that's been a bit of a challenging element of it too is to sort of I think that's what everybody's challenged about is why is it like that over here and not like that over here and different over there and why does this country do x and another country do y and that's been an I guess a, a difficult element for me is just to see all those different environments and then to reflect back on the environment that's been created for us where we live and um, you know, it's constrained us, tightened up our, our space may, you know, we're working from home, um, the vast majority of the time. And, um, as much as I, uh, like, uh, that, and in fact was working towards that in my life prior to, uh, COVID, I also find that it's, um, it's different when it's your choice and when it's become sort of your uh, default. And um, I think over the past 20 months or so, it's become the default for for us um, being restricted and confined and, and kind of constrained much more than we were prior to the pandemic. And Um, I know that other people have lived far more difficult and challenging lives with that than uh, I have. So if that's been your circumstances, uh, my heart goes out to you. And uh, 
I have been lucky enough to continue to earn a good living and to, uh, for my family to be safe and sound. Um, I know others have been challenged by that, um, very significantly. So for me anyways, um, you know, I, I, forged through, worked through, Jamie and I did some great pivoting, um, looked at business from a different angle. And as I've talked a few times on my Sunday remarks, you know, tried to look at some of these things as an opportunity to um, learn about myself, learn about us, um, do better for myself and for my family and for my friends. But I'd come to a place where I really did need a break and I needed a new place. So for me, you know, I, I've learned to understand what it is, what are the energy in things for me, the anchors in my life that uh, give me the the energy to express myself and and to deep dive into things that I want to deep dive into. Because I think the counterpoint to being somewhat obsessive or passionate or connected to what it is you're doing is it, it, it does take um, a lot out of you at times because you're giving so much to it. Um, and even though there are parts of it that feed your soul, there are other parts that, uh, that, that take away from. And so for me, um, I, I don't find that I can regroup and re-energize completely if I'm constantly sort of managing the responsibilities of my family and, you know, where, what we're going to eat, where we're going to eat, how we're going to be entertained, what, how we're going to be, um, you know, what we're going to be doing today, what we're not going to be doing today, all those things that come with life, how the laundry is getting done, et cetera, et cetera, all that stuff. Um, I like to go on a holiday and take a vacation and just pull the plug out of the wall, so to speak. And uh, that has become increasingly, I don't know for you whether you've um, found that, but I think over the last 10 years with the advent of social media and and these lovely phones that we carry around, that has become uh, harder and harder to truly do, to completely unplug. So <clears throat> I made a pact with myself before I left that I was going to unplug, I think, as much as one can unplug unless you actually just leave the strata of electronic um, realities completely, which... Um, I'm not such a big fan of the the camping piece and the discomfort piece uh, are not a part of uh, my uh, my operating paradigm. So I like I like comfort when I go on vacation. So with comfort comes still some connectedness. So from time to time, I would uh, you know wash wash through the uh, emails that I had to get rid of the junk and make sure there wasn't anything really significant on my plate. And occasionally see what the world was doing on uh, on SM, but for the most part, I did no posts. I did no uh, Insta life posting, uh, any of that stuff. I just simply went about my business and uh, and got up every morning, enjoyed a cup of coffee uh, or two, um, went down, got our our lounges set up, chilled in front of the sun, and relaxed a little bit for the day and. And uh, Jamie and Gretchen got into all their stuff that they love to do and swam. And, and, you know, for those of you, maybe I've been waiting for a vacation. I'm not talking about this to either make you salivate or to to make you um, 
upset that you aren't doing that. It was more just to say that that's how I unplug and what I, you know, made a, a, a goal of mine was to completely unplug. And the outcome of that is for me to find a greater energy going into the things that I want to accomplish uh, through the end of this 2021 and into 2022. And to have the chance to really connect, self-reflect, read some books, connect with family. Um, These are all things that um, give me great energy when I can really um, focus on them and be connected to them and had some great laughs with my daughter and great laughs with my wife and uh, had fun watching uh, my daughter Gretchen sort of fall in love with volleyball. She's 13 and so she was playing with mom who's a big volleyball fanatic and so they were playing beach and by the end of the trip uh, Gretchen was grabbing Jamie and pulling her on the volleyball court and and just having a lot of fun with it, which was very cool. So uh, it was a great vacation. And I guess my overreaching commentary for this self-podcast, this solo session, was to just kind of um, connect with you as a listener and say, you know, you've probably, if if not the exact same thing, you've probably been going through some of the same things this past year. And just have a moment to you know, softly reflect or, uh, on your past, um, 18 to 20 months, look at, um, maybe what you've been able to, um, grit your way through, um, or, uh, work your way through or deal with how you've come out on the other side. We like to call that mining of the gap and in our empower you community and, uh, and I think I've mentioned it, but uh, I'm going to be starting up a Leave Your Mark Life Lab uh, in the new year. And so uh, I will be having more information coming out to you on that in the coming days. Um, again, a, a space to have a chance to uh, work through some of the things that are challenging to uh, you and to uh, create a, a life of purpose and passion and, and grit that uh, you uh, enjoy. And so I guess my 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 goal of this podcast was to sort of connect with the listenership and help you reflect on that and take the time to mind the gap where you've come from and then maybe what you're going to do for yourself to help you um, help you recharge, help you reconnect, help you be your best you. Um, and if it's not in the budget right now, understand. Um, it may not work. Are there things you can do within your budget constraints that can allow you to unplug? Um, can you find a way to pull the pin on on everything? And surprisingly, so you know, I think it was. You're, I think we worry too much these days. Those of us who are um, social media sizing, especially around the idea of some of the work that we do and how we get out to the community at large and spread our message. You kind of worry that um, by not connecting, there's, that's somehow going to you're going to get lost in the in the storm of information, and you know everything sort of just kind of rolls back. So, I think it's important to take that time from time to time and just um, let go and take yourself away from this stuff uh, because it is can be very consuming. So that's my message: read some books, take some time for you, uh, connect. Um, spiritually and physically with yourself 
and uh, look forward to having the next guest on and uh, bringing to you guys uh, another uh, outstanding conversation with someone soon. So have a great day and we'll talk to you again soon. The reconditioning process is powerful, it's provocative, and it has become a sought-after capacity in the human performance world. ReconditioningHQ.com has released the R-Pro Series, a four-step turnkey process to integrating the worlds of therapy and performance. Four steps, one mission, to make you the reconditioning professional everyone wants to work with. The first step is R1 Foundations, and it's recently been turbocharged with the injection of applied neurology. We are extremely excited about what this new capacity is going to do to your ability to solve problems and serve your client. For more information about the R-Pro series or any one of our empowering courses, head over to reconditioninghq.com and take advantage of our free 5 hours video that takes you through our groundbreaking method of improving mobility. Do you let $100,000 walk out of your rehab business every year? If you're like most businesses, you do. Operating your business under a fix or release model drives your client revenue out the door. For less than $10 per day, Isofit's line of strength products can change your revolving door of lost revenue into a flourishing rehab prevention and performance training business. Call them at one 866 2 I-S-O-P-H-I-T, and strengthen your rehab business bottom line today. Matrix Fitness is a global brand of fitness and performance equipment with over 7,000 employees worldwide. Their expertise and capacity in this world are exceptional, with over 500 products that cater to the medical, fitness, and athletic performance markets. But they want to do more than provide product. They want to help you thrive as a performance professional or business person. They are here to help. Whatever your problem might be, they are ready and willing to help you find solutions. Greg Lawler and his team at Matrix can be contacted at teamupwithmatrix.com. And believe me when I say this, they will make a difference in your success. Thanks for joining us today on Leave Your Mark. I hope we've left a mark on you today. And we wish only that you pay it forward by sharing this story, taking the time to rate and comment on this podcast. Please follow us at Twitter at Built by Scott and Instagram at King O'Pain and become a member of this community at Scott G. Livingston on Facebook. Have a great day. Music by Cedric de Saint-Rome.